Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. My name is Mike. I am the host here of Arms Room Radio. I come to, we bring these to you every week. We bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Uh, I do not do the show by myself. Uh, I could not do the show all by myself. It'd be, it'd be something completely different, a lot of, a lot of boring reading and uh, doing crossword puzzles on the air, and you don't want that. Um, on my right is the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Don't forget the baseball scores. Yeah, there would be a lot of baseball scores. Game starts at four o'clock today. By the way, it is Saturday, three o seven. So we're waiting. Uh, it's a four, it's a four o five start. So um, that's uh, usually when Earl gets to take over the show. Because <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll be watching the baseball. <laughs> uh, so, so if Mike gets distracted, folks, we know why. Oh yeah, yeah, but you know, listen, it's pretty evident with my team. Uh, you know, in the first inning. Uh, whether or not they showed up to play, so I might only be distracted for about ten minutes. You know, then I'll know. <laughs> then I'll know we're just going to give it up like we usually do. So, uh, brand new owner, huge million dollar contracts, same old team, same old team. That's what we got. What we got, uh, Earl. Uh, just so the the people know, you are uh, you are in transit. Uh, you know, so we're not going to throw any uh, uh, long division at you or anything like that. We want you to you know keep your attention where you are. Um, so. Uh, we will just uh, we will, we will drive forward and we will get you here when we get you here, uh, and we'll and we'll and we'll, right. we will we uh, will converse in the meantime. So that's that's how it works, first folks here. Because uh, listen, we uh, we might only do this one day a week with you, but we're semi professional. We are. We really are. Uh, um, and by that I mean Earl drives a semi. So that's what I mean. Uh, let's see what yeah. we got going on. We got going on here. Um, you, you know, uh, interesting week. Thing, uh, things going on around the world in uh, in Second Amendment. We even got some uh, information out of Canada. I'll probably hit that next segment. Another uh, a, a Canadian has figured out the American gun problem. Well, I take that back. A former American living in Canada has figured oh, out the American gun okay. problem. So yeah, just so. Uh, I I didn't think they even had guns in Canada. Uh, yeah, you know, you know, it's 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 weird up there. Uh, they actually uh, do have their firearms, and um, uh, it's um, uh, it, it's it's a different history, though. And we'll get into this in the next segment. You know, remember, you know, the short the short story, folks, is um, um, 
we fought for our independence from the crown. Uh, the, the Canadians still willingly accept it. Okay? So <laughs> that's, the mm. difference. that's the difference there. We said, uh, no, not living under your thumb. They said, no, we like it here, eh? <laughs> so uh, yeah. that's what we got going we're com- on. We're comfortable. Yeah, we're, we're comfortable. Yep. So they de- it, was, it was literally a decision 200-some-odd years ago, you know, whether to, uh, to, to, to die on your feet or live on your knees. You know, we chose to fight and die on our feet, and they chose to live on their knees. So I'm sorry, Canada. I love you guys like, uh, you know, it's the stuff I find in my attic. Uh, but you know, and uh, but we'll we'll get into that next segment. So, uh, Earl, I figure it's a great time to go over some statistics to start the program. Oh, uh, we haven't done those in a while. I know, I know. I figured uh, we figure might as well might as well catch up, get some uh, statistics in here, some interesting statistics. Uh, I'll, I'll say that. Um, so well, let's just jump right into top countries because top countries is always my favorite. I love doing the top countries, uh, and I'm gonna we're gonna give you the top ten countries. Now I know, folks. Listen, there's going to have to be some kind of craziness in the world uh, for number one to fall out of place. But number one, the number one country that you listen to, Arms Room Radio, this is now this is either uh, sitting there by your radios, and I know you're listening to us in you know, 25, 30 different cities around the, around the country. Hello, uh, hello, Seattle. Hello, uh, Lubbock, Texas. Let's see. Hello, Delaware. Uh, Delaware is small enough. I could just say the whole state, right? Uh, Delaware and uh, all over the place. So... Welcome, welcome, welcome. And then uh, those that listen to us live on the internet. And then there's the people that uh, download us uh, during the week. But uh, we compile all those stats. We've got a, we've got a crack team of statisticians here. And uh, n- country number one, back-to-back World War champs, USA. USA, USA, USA. There we go. There we go. Uh, surprising, a strong second place. A strong second place where uh, the Arms Room Radio is listened to is Cambodia. Cambodia. I still have not been able to figure that one out. Yeah. I, I have no idea. No idea. Big, big, big strong in Canada. Uh, number three is uh, is the United Kingdom. Um, number four. Ah, yeah. Envious. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I think we talked about narwhal horns the other day as their primary weapon of choice, so... Yeah, they might be listening. Oh, yay. Um, number four is, uh, is, uh, is Germany. Is, is, is Deutschland. Is Deutschland. Um, is a fatherland. fatherland. Number five is Spain. Ah, good, good sword steel. Yes, you, yes, yes. Uh, number six is Brazil. Brazil. Uh, ah. Number, number seven are good friends in the Great White North, uh, Canada. N- number eight is uh, Belgium. Mmm, Belgium. They got good beer. That's where the I think that's where the Blue Moon comes from, uh, or at least that style of beer, ah. the Belgian style of, uh, wheat beer. So, number nine is France. France, very good. Very good. Hello, we are from France. And uh, number ten Eight. is the Netherlands, which once again is different than the Nether regions. That's something different completely. Uh, let's take a look at uh, top different. top cities, top cities around the country here. Top city. Do, 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 do. Um, Wheaton, Illinois. Wheaton, like cool, hip. It's Wheaton, Wheaton, Illinois. Wheaton, Illinois. That's just outside of St. Louis, actually. It's just on the uh, on the uh, eastern side of St. Louis, there where uh, Scott Air Force Base is down that way. Uh, big, 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 oh, okay. big, huge numbers in New York, New York, New York City. New York City. <laughs> they got great salsa there. 
Uh, for our good friends up in the yeah. Pacific Northwest, Seattle, we've got Chicago, uh, St. Paul, Minnesota, Wisconsin. we got good friends in Wisconsin. Uh, let's see what else we got ah, here. we got uh, Phnom Penh, Cambodia. Well, I mean, if they're going to be the number two country, they've got to represent uh, Midland, Michigan. Midland, Midland. That's, uh, well, that's right in the middle of the glove. That's not uh, Detroit, and that's not uh, a Uper. That's right in the middle. Uh, federal, federal Way, Washington. Welcome, Federal Way, Washington. I believe that's also like a Tacoma suburb there. So, thank you very okay, much. Okay, I was going to ask, is that state or DC? Oh yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's the uh, that would be the uh, the state. I don't believe there's anybody in the district listening to us unless they've downloaded it <laughs> and then they're driving through <laughs> listening to it. Then uh, we're probably banned in, hey, in, inside hey, the my, district. But just, just, just. I, I take heart in. We're we're the gun show anti-gunners sh- listen to when they cheat. Yeah, you're right. That's very true. Very true. That's a good point. Very excellent point. Excellent point. Uh, so let's see here. Let's see what we got going on. Um, all right. Well, that's it for stats. That's, that's some really good stats. We love love having everybody listen to us. Thanks for joining us. Uh, it's been a great show. See you next week. No. Uh, let's we we, uh, we come back next. Right, uh, we're out. <laughs> uh, next week or next segment, we're going to be talking to you about uh, an opinion piece. From our friends in the Great White North, well, from an expat, from an expatriate who's decided America could not handle his awesomeness, so he moved to Canada and let them deal with him. So, I guess he was trying for that little fish hey. in the little pond kind of deal. So, because uh, this guy clearly didn't uh, have what was going on for him here. So, uh, all right, folks, so stick around. We got to, we got more show coming back for you after the break. Uh, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. We'll see you in three. semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltech. See more at keltechweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTechUSA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. 
then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It's not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday night special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right... One minute. One minute. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the... Se- Pardon me, might be more like 10 seconds. Might live. More like 10 seconds. Four two five four seventy twelve. That's four two five four five four seventy twelve. All right, Mike is hot. Yes, he is. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. That's the MagSwag.com studios. Uh, Earl, how are things going there? We still got you with us. I know you're in the uh, the midst of uh, transitioning from uh, work to radio. I'm going to make sure I finish that transitioning statement there for you. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm about ready to get into my go-kart. In the you go-kart. Know, that's what it feels like. <laughs> yeah, get, getting out of a, a, a tractor trailer to uh, a Volkswagen. A Volkswagen. Okay. Listen, but you can get into you can get out of a tractor trailer. Great, great fuel mileage, yeah. so I'll deal with it. You could get out of a tractor trailer and into a, a Ford Expedition or an excursion, and it would still feel like a go-kart compared to the size of that rig you drive around. <laughs> um, well, the excursion wouldn't be as bad. I know. I have one. I, I do it. Now, are you, uh, did you drive the, uh, the 53s today, or did you have a couple of the, the, did you do duallys today? Uh, I had a set of pups today. Set of pups. Set of pups. Actually, I had 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 two sets. I took one set to my uh, the driver I met up in Tallahassee, and he gave me another set. And what's a, what's a pup? Thirty foot or forty foot? I forget. Twenty eight. Twenty eight. There you go. There you go. So you're, you're holding all, around. 50. All said and done, hooked up. I'm about about sixty uh, sixty feet long. Nice. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. The, 50, 50, 60 feet long, that says, uh, yeah, go ahead, cut me off. Watch what happens. Watch what happens. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Go in my blind spot. Go ahead. Go right ahead. Go right ahead. Get between me and the wall. Yeah. See how that works out for you. Because uh, <laughs> everybody assumes a truck uh, of that size can stop the same way a, uh, 
uh, a Volkswagen does, and it can start up as quick as a Tesla. So, you know, there are definitely some people nope. out there that are maroons. So, uh, all right, uh, folks, let me give you this little little piece from Canada here. Um, is is this is this guy? And I'm not even going to give you the guy's name because he's not in America anymore, so it's not like he matters. Um, you know, so we're just going to give you par- portion of this story. Um, it's called What We Can Learn from Canada on Gun Control. Well, here's what I'm going to tell you that we can learn from Canada uh, on, on gun control. Nothing. Yeah, exactly right. Nothing. That's it. Let's go to the next topic. I mean, that's really what this is. Um, but I, f- I, fe- I feel as though we should explain uh, some of these uh, insane ideas that this guy is putting forward uh, just so that you know what to look for. Just so you know uh, when you hear... Um, when, when, when you hear these things being discussed, you can go, no, 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 no. Okay, that might work for Canada, but that's not going to work here. That might work for, you know, Ireland, but that's not going to work here. Uh, not not going to happen, not going to happen. Uh, he talks about the uh, the barrage of mass shootings across the United States um, uh, over the past year. And I don't know if you've seen this, Earl. You know, depending on which news source you go to, they tell you about the 512 mass shootings in the last year. Uh, what? 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 <laughs> what the what? Uh, even like four. You know, let's, let's realistically get down to it. There's like four. Just because um, a drug dealer shoots two other people in the parking lot at a school does not make it a mass shooting because three people were involved. Uh, and that's the FBI's uh, or, or, stance on or this. Or even a school shooting. Yes, exactly. That's the FBI's stance on this. The, the way they classify it is uh, three or more people uh, you know, are, are, are shot. Uh, and that, that could also include... The bad guy doing himself, Earl. So we see, I bet you half of that 500 that they're talking about are the whole, uh, um, the murder-suicide caught you with my, uh, caught the wife banging the old, uh, you know, the old boyfriend uh, in my bed and I walked in and, uh, you know, shot them and then shot myself. You know, they consider that a mass shooting because it's good for statistics, you know. It, it, it makes their point. And just yeah. like you said, Earl, um, if the, if two, if two gangbangers are doing a, drive-by shooting of each other and one of them happens to end up in the parking lot of a school on a Saturday night at midnight, they call that a school shooting. No. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. No, that's I mean, but... Definitely not. But you know what? When you when you control the media, you get to write what you want and um, you don't have to explain yourself to anybody. Uh, all right. Uh, Indianapolis, Boulder, and Atlanta. Those suspects bought the guns legally. 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 Or we talk about this all the time. You know what? These these background checks are, are unconstitutional. I'm sorry. Shall not be infringed. This shall not be infringed. Um, now, they went out and they did these background checks. We're, oh, you know what? We're going to give them the background checks. Or we're going to let them have the background checks. They put the background checks in place. And uh, in, in, what was it? In 86 and 92, they became mandatory everywhere. Um, and, uh, and it's going to stop it. It's going to stop this cold. Well, guess what? Guess what? You're, yeah. it's, it's not about the background check. It's not about the gun. The background check does a good job of predicting your past. It doesn't do anything for predicting your future. So, and, and, and we all knew that. We knew that those background checks were a method to start uh, uh, an, an, an unapproved gun registration. Because guess what? Every firearm that's been purchased through an FFL since then is sitting in a, in a 4473 in that shop, and ATF has access to it 24/7. So if you if you think it didn't start the mass registration, you're wrong. And guess what mass registration leads to? Earl, you tell them. 
confiscation. Exactly right. We're going to be taking these for your protection. Uh, this, the government yeah. shall protect you from now on. And make sure you have your vaccination papers on you. Uh, oh, wait. Did I say vaccination yeah. papers? I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, you did. Yeah, ex- Mike, I got, I got a question for you real yes, sir. quick. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You in the, in the truck. Go ahead. How? Yeah, uh, car right now. Okay. Uh, w- wouldn't, w- wouldn't it be a reasonable assumption that when a government agency, arguably the, the most investigative federal agency, <laughs> FBI, uh, <laughs> is surveilling someone, you know, active surveillance, that that would mean they would not pass a background check? Oh, wait. You must be referring to the Pulse shooting. Oh, wait. You must be referring to the Parkland shooting. Oh, wait. You must be referring to the Boulder shooting. Uh, <laughs> you, you would think, right? No, actually, I, was, I was referring to the. I was actually referring to the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School shooting. There you go. There you go. Uh, you would think, right? But you know why they don't, Earl? Because you know, then it, then it would blow their cover. Then the guy would yeah. know he's being followed. You know, we wouldn't want to stop that because you know that's more important than. You know, 17 people killed, mostly students, and 17 people wounded down there in uh, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. Yeah, you wouldn't want to do that. You wouldn't want to do that. The the, the current gun laws aren't working, so we need more gun laws? More gun laws. The the, the current system might not be working. Instead of adding to the system or changing the system, let's fix the system that's in place. So if... A federal agency is uh, actively surveilling an individual that they think is up to potentially violent activities, and they go in to uh, uh, attempt a legal gun purchase. Uh, yeah, no, you don't. You don't need a gun. Yeah, and, and let's actually do that. Um, uh, exactly what Earl is saying is is that there was something like uh, over the last year. I believe the number always always ranges somewhere around. You know, eight to ten thousand people that actually try to buy a firearm <laughs> that are prohibited. Now, that's legitimately prohibited. There, there's plenty of times when you go to buy a firearm, and if you've got happen to have a similar name to somebody else, or there's some identity theft going on, or something like that, that you may get you may get held up, or you may get delayed. Um, but there are, you know, about eight to ten thousand every year that go to buy these. You, do, do you know how many of those they prosecute Earl for trying to attempt to buy a firearm? And mind you. If they end up being a felon, and that's why they were denied, well, then they, while they were looking at the gun, they had, they were in possession of a firearm by a felon, which is another felony. You know how many of those they prosecuted last year? Uh, let me take a wild guess and say zero. It was very close to zero. I think it was eight, and it was only because they had other charges on them that they couldn't get to stick, so they hit them with those charges. Uh, but, but none of that, none of that ever happens. Now we know of certain counties in Florida. That, that do this. I, uh, um, listen, Sheriff Wayne Ivey in Brevard County does this. If you, get, if you get denied the purchase of a firearm because you're a convicted felon, they'll go to the store and see if you picked up and held that gun. And guess what? If you did, that's possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. Because Wayne don't, Wayne don't joke. Wayne don't play. Uh, yeah. You make, what, is he, what did he call it? The Sheriff's High Intensity Target List. Remember that? Yeah, it's Hit List. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, the Hit List with a little S on the front of it. The, the sheriff's high-intensity target list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 
Yeah. Yeah, you you don't want to get on Wayne's uh, old uh, uh, S hit list there, you know? So that's that's what he's got going uh-huh. on. Um all right, listen, we got more Canada we're gonna be talking about when we get back. This is really interesting to hear some of these incredibly stupid facts uh, that uh, is coming out of this expat that's living up in Canada there. Uh, I wonder if he's a draft dodger. Maybe that's why he's up there. Probably so. Hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming Maybe. to you live from the magswag.com studios. We'll be back after the break. started smoking when I was 13. I always thought when the time came, I could quit. No problem. Then at 28, I tried to go cold turkey, and I found out how hard it really was. I made it all day without a smoke. All day? (laughs) Right until I met up with the guys. But I learned something that night. In fact, every time I tried to quit, there were more than a few, I learned a little more about what worked and what didn't work for me. And when I realized that I wasn't alone that most people don't quit on their first or second attempt, I knew there was still hope. Today, I'm an ex-smoker. My only advice is to never, ever give up trying to quit. If you're trying to quit smoking, the American Lung Association is here to help every step of the way. Visit quitterinyou.org for tools, tips, and stories from smokers we've helped to finally quit for good. The American Lung Association. We support the Quitter in You at quitterinyou.org. There are a lot of things teenagers hope for. Homecoming. Getting a cell phone. My first boyfriend. But the things they shouldn't have to hope for? Finding a home. Getting a family. Having someone to care about me. Over half of the 500,000 kids out there in need of foster care are 12 and up. They need a caring home just as much, maybe even more, as the littlest ones. If your heart is big enough for a bigger kid... Take this chance and give them a chance. Kids Peace, your local children's charity, can match an older child with your family and provide training for their special needs, financial support, even a 24-hour support team that's just a phone call away. Their needs may be bigger, but so are the rewards. To find out more, contact Kids Peace at 1-866-4-KIDS-PEACE or visit fostercare.com. With a little more effort, you can make a huge difference in the life of a bigger kid. The need is growing, so call or click today. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please feel free to one minute uh, or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. 
If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com. And... All right, your mic is live. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. Hey, uh, if you're just joining us now here at the bottom of the hour, well, you know what? Make sure you get your permission slip at a time. Yeah, you're late. You're late. And I'm, I'm a, I know you may not feel tardy, but you're going to have to serve detention. So just so you know. Uh, let's, tardy. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Um, let's see here. We were, uh, we were discussing Canada. There's an expatriate living up uh, in uh, Canada that he believes he has solved all of Americans' uh, gun problems. Uh, we were talking about this a few moments ago before we went to the break. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Earl, uh, he believes that there are plenty of, there, you know, there's plenty of ways to circumvent a background check. Uh, you could do that through a private seller, and guess the other way, Earl. Guess the other way. Uh, online. On, well, well the, yeah, basically, because that's one of the loopholes, right? You know, the online loophole. Yeah. It's like the gun show loophole. You just uh, you reach your hand in there and uh, in the loophole, and it comes out. The gun comes out. Um, it's uh, it's a load of crap. Uh, again, this is somebody that's uh, either knows the information and is purposely misleading you. Or is such a moron that he believes the hype that others are telling him. So, so that's what's going on. Uh, he says when uh, background checks are actually required, the criteria used to identify high-risk people prove inadequate to keeping guns out of their hands. Earl, you just talked about this. The, these last three people, these last three, three, these last four shootings involved people the FBI had already seen, visited, investigated, taken guns from, uh, and knew everything about. Yet the FBI did not do their job. They did the half job uh, to stop today and not stop tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. You know, sadly, in most situations of mass shootings, and when they start researching the shooter, how did he get a firearm and all that, it turns out the, the current system that's in place through inaction of an agency failed society. Yeah, exactly right. And if it's not that end of it, uh, and, and it's somebody that is evil or it is somebody that uh, uh, you know wants to uh, get a firearm no matter what, I guess what they do, they go out and commit the felony, you know, the third-degree felony, and they steal the firearm. Because uh, guess what? They don't care about no, some third-degree five-year penalty felony because they're about to go commit some murders. And the murders... You know that that's gonna kind of uh, it's kind of kind of kind of trump the uh, the little five year for the penalty there. It's the same way with the gun free zones. Well, why did the bad guy go into the gun free zone and kill all those people? Because he's not worried about your damn misdemeanor. That's why. All right, stop, stop. Yeah. You know, oh look, I'm just gonna I'm gonna put some magic fairy dust over here, and that's gonna be a gun free zone, and you're not allowed in. Oh, oh, oh I didn't know that. I'm sorry, I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that. Uh. Uh, many of the things that, uh, listen, Earl, you know this, folks, you know this. Uh, and again, we want you to explain this to the knuckleheads when you run across them. You cannot buy a firearm if you've been convicted of a felony, involuntary hospitalized by a court, dishonorably discharged from the military. Those are, those are just some of the examples right there. And all that stuff is shared on the National Instant Criminal Background Check System. Uh, those, those, those decisions come back uh, you know, pretty quick because guess what? We, we live in a world of computers now. I don't have to, well, hold on. Betty's got to go down in the old uh, storage vault and pull out the arrest from 1986. And see, no, we don't have to do that anymore. Don't have to do that anymore. So this is, this is what's going on. 
Uh, you know, the, the, the writer here says, listen, the gun control laws aren't perfect in Canada, and there are ongoing problems with gun violence north of the border. And I love this. But the system up here is better at keeping guns out of the hands of people looking to use them for violence. This is evident in Canada's firearm homicide rate, which is one-sixth of what it is in the U.S. Earl, did you know that? That there's one-sixth less murders in, in Canada than there are in the United States. One-sixth. That's an impressive number until you realize that Canada has one-ninth of the population that America has. Yeah, that was going to be my question, <laughs> is how many people live in Canada? Yeah, 330 million people in America, uh, th- 37, 38 million in, uh, in, in the Canada there. See, 300, 330 million in the USA, 38 million in Canada. Uh, they have one-sixth of the firearm uh, deaths as we have. we have. We have nine times their population. Okay, listen. You know, I remember before I said this guy's either purposely trying to mislead or he's a giant moron. Well, now I believe he's both. Okay, I really do. Yeah. I really do believe he's both. Canada's federal licensing system is a big reason for the disparity. No, it's not. There is no disparity. Uh, you have more firearms per capita than we do. Uh, more firearm deaths per capita than we do. Buying a gun in Canada is like getting a driver's license. You have to apply for a possession and acquisition license, a process that involves a variety of background checks with a minimum 28-day waiting period for new applicants that do not have a valid firearms license. You have to take a safety course. You have to provide personal references who can vouch for your character. You have to renew the license every five years, or you could be charged with unauthorized possession under the Firearm Act and Criminal Code. Let me think about this, Earl. Let me think about the difference here between the 28-day waiting period. The standard background check is the same kind of background check that our people here in the United States have said if we do the background check, we'll have no more gun problems. Uh, well, we're doing the background check. Wait, we have to take a mandatory safety course. Oh, you have to have personal... Re- hold on, let me see where's... Hold on, let me... Uh, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Oh, that's what it says. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Earl, how many legal gun, yeah. gun, gun, legal gun owners, people that take their gun rights seriously, people that buy a firearm, and these are the people that won't take it into a gun-free zone because they're afraid to commit the misdemeanor. How many of these law-abiding, respectful people are committing these murders? Uh, none. None. Not a freaking one, folks. Not a freaking one. You cannot legislate away evil, okay? Do you want, I'll tell you what right now, and this might be an unpopular decision. You know how you get rid of all gun violence and all gun accidents and all gun deaths? You eliminate every single gun that was ever created in the world. And guess how, guess how likely that is to happen? The, that, the likelihood of that happening is freaking never, okay? All right? You could probably get a shark with laser beams first before you can get rid of all firearms. Or what would happen if they tried to get rid of all cars today? You think that would they'd be able to do that? <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Exactly right. There's there's over a billion cars in this country. There's not a chance in hell they could get rid of all of them, but yet they're they're they're, they're interested in getting rid of the one or two pound item that I could hide anywhere. I could put it in a coffee can, bury it in the yard. You'll never know about it again. Can't do that with a car. All right. You, you see what we're going at, well, folks? You could, it's but never it would take you a lot longer. Oh yeah, it sure would. Remember, backhoe deep, backhoe deep. Um, yep. The, yep. You, uh, I, hey, Mike, to, to go along with what you're just saying, I ran across online, and it, it, it's a very profound, it's a simple but profound statement. Humans can kill without a gun. Guns cannot kill without a human. 
Shut it's the front not door, a Earl. Gun problem. Shut the front door. There's no way. There's no way. You mean to tell me humans could kill without a gun? Hey, remember, Cain used a rock when he killed Abel. But did God blame the rock? No, he blamed Cain. Could you imagine the rock control we'd have now if that's how it started? <laughs> <laughs> we'd have rock control. We'd have no rock zones. We'd have, uh, you know, rock, rock magazine capacity laws. Uh, we, we, you, know, you can't have that uh-huh. many little rocks, which are big rock. I'm sorry, can't have that. You can't have that. Uh, so here's what this 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 uh, expatriate, this former American, this denounced American now uh, in Canada says is he basically says, um, well, uh, you know, we we've we've done all these things up in Canada because uh, you know we don't give a crap about your your uh, your personal rights. We don't give a care about your enumerated rights in the Constitution. We don't give a crap about your your God given rights given to you by by your your Creator. We we, we no no don't, no we don't we don't care we don't care because. We're Canadians. Oh, can well, he's not a Canadian. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be insulting Canadians. This is some former American who thinks he's found the answer uh, by moving to Canada and preaching to them. You know what? The, Canadi- the Canadians look at this guy up there and they go, uh, "You're not allowed to go back to America, are you? You're really not. You're- the reason you're up here with that trash is because you got thrown out of your own house, and we were willing to take you up here." Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. This is this is. This is the guy that uh, you know. I didn't want to go there. I just I don't. I don't want to sound like a bully to this guy, but if he was here right now, I'd give him a swirly. I really would. Uh, let's see here. And an atomic <laughs> wedgie. And an atomic wedgie at the same time. Uh, we we do. I'd 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 hold him upside down by an atomic wedgie while giving him a swirly. That's what I would do. That's what this guy would get for me. There you go. Uh, let's see here. You get to have his shoes though, because they usually got some cool shoes. Um, let's see. Not only does this process help identify high risk people at the time of purchase, it also provides a way for law enforcement to keep tabs on gun owners. Ah, uh, what is that, Earl? What is that? <laughs> that's, Preliminary to confiscation. Yeah, that's it. That's registration, which is the first step to conf- is confiscation. Oh, you know what? We're gonna spend one more segment tearing this guy a new. Uh, uh, an anti-American butthole when we get back. Uh, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSwag Studios. We'll be back after the break. The Keltec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance... Brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, everyone. This is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer for Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America. 
Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages if designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag. All right, your mic is live. Mic is live. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world from the MagSwag.com studios, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. My name is Mike. I'm joined here by my uh, my compatriot, uh, Earl. And um, Earl, I just got a message during the break that uh, I was I was getting a little carried away. That I was going I was going that angry Mike was here and talking about this uh, this traitor <laughs> in Canada, and that I should probably just I should probably you know usaw usaw and come back down a little bit so, so, so people can follow Usa. follow along. Um, and I and I, I gave it some serious thought for two or three seconds and decided against that advice. Um, so what we're going to do is continue ah, to hell te- with that. Yeah, continue to tear into this. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I guess I could call him a socialist. He's not a commie. You know, he's up there in Canada, and I mean, I guess they have a communist party in Canada. It's not the ruling party, but yeah, I guess there's communists everywhere. But um, uh, this guy was uh, evidently run out of the states on a rail, and uh, and now 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 Canada, he, you know. He, this guy's going to end up living in uh, the, the Great White. In, in, I'm like in the Arctic Circle because nobody's going to want everything to do with this guy. They're going to be like, go up there and face the polar bears, eh? And don't take a gun because, you know, you wouldn't want the bears to know. Um, you're going to get a lot of that going on. So let's see here. We got uh, this, this guy goes this guy goes on to talk about um, how as, as long as we gave up, basically if we gave up the Second Amendment, we wouldn't have a gun problem. Uh, he does not understand. And, folks, this is where... Uh, Earl and I started started this whole conversation with you. Is that the United States? We we were we we you know we came over here you know for religious freedoms, personal freedoms, tax freedoms, whatever it happened to be. Uh, you know uh, you know starting with uh, Columbus to make a better life, and and then by the time 1775 rolled around, um, you know everybody was trying to get their taste basically. Uh, you know, it, uh, you know uh, excuse me, Italy. Uh, uh, England was like, uh, you yeah, listen, uh, we get to, we're gonna, we're still going to be in charge. We're going to tell you what to do. You can't do that. Um, and 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 listen, our our settlers, our people here that were in the states, in the colonies, they had firearms, they had muskets, they had uh, they had pistols, uh, you know, even. But um, the British didn't like that. Uh, and what the British really got upset about was uh, was come was come uh, April nineteenth. 1775, when they marched on Lexington and Concord. I got corrected on that, Earl. If you're from that area, you're supposed to say Concord, not Concord. So Lexington and Concord, oh. they, they went there to take the cannons and the gunpowder that they had. 
uh, and 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 the uh, and the uh, the soon to be Americans said, not hey hey a a a red coat not freaking happening, you know, and, and that's what started the shot heard around the world. That's when our independence started. That's the day that America became America. Uh, yeah, it, it listen. It, it took uh, just over a year to formalize the document, telling King George. Uh, you know, uh, what he could do with his, uh, you know, his English muffins. But, uh, you know, it, it happened. It happened. So um, Canada never had that. Remember, Canada is where, and folks, if you don't know, if you don't know your history, look up your history. Canada is where many, many people from the United States that, that said, you know what, I really have no issue with the, what the, the crown is doing. And they went there uh, and, and they, they fled there uh, to the north. Uh, you know, because it was a, it was still a Canadian, uh, you know, a Canadian territory. Excuse me, in Ca- Canada was still an English territory. Um, so they've never had to face the tyranny of a government coming and saying, "We're going to kill you for your beliefs. We're going to kill you and take the way you defend yourself for your beliefs." And that's where our freedom comes from. That's where the Second Amendment comes from. It comes from I I, I will not I will not be ruled. I will be a free man. I will not live on my. Uh, I will not live on my knees. Um, that's what's happened. Earl, I mean, am I getting this wrong? Am I seeing this different than than, than you are? No, no, uh uh-uh. You know that he he he's fine with you know having almost every aspect of his life being controlled. Uh, being a free American, it's hard. There, there, you know, there typically there's not a support system, i.e., a government entitlement handout check to fall back on. We want the opportunity to go out and make it on our own. And sometimes, you know, if you, if you fail, uh, you're, you're, you're selling everything you own to, to pay your bills or whatever. Uh, he, wants, he wants the easy life. He wants to sit back and have everything else taken care of for him. So to get all that, he doesn't mind being told, especially what he can't do, along with being told what he can do. Yeah, and listen, I guess there's people there's people out there. And listen, we all know people that uh, uh, you know are, are willing to uh, okay, just just tell me where to be and tell me when to be there, and I'm and I'm cool with that. And uh, you know, it doesn't matter if it's their personal relationship, their relationship with their government, their relationship with their God and their church. Uh, they're they're okay with that. That's just not it's not us. That's not our forefathers. Well, Earl, you know what? It's not my American forefathers, but one, listen, my forefathers. Uh, uh, we we didn't show up until about 100, 125 years ago. It is literally your forefathers. It is uh, you. I mean, you've got the direct line lineage to those people. Uh, I've just over the past hundred and twenty years jumped on your bandwagon, carpetbagger. <laughs> uh, and I'm not saying anything about. Listen, I don't care if you came to the United States today and you started your paperwork to come here and become a uh, a, a hardworking, you know, society contributing person because you want your freedom. Then you're. You're as American as, as Earl and his 300 years of history in this country, okay? You, that's how American you are. I, I don't, don't care wh- where else you're from. You come here today and you say, I want to take part in this because I want my freedoms. I do not want the thumb of tyranny pressing down on me every day. You're an American, bro. Yeah, hook up. Let's, uh, let's, go have, uh, let's go have an American beer, you know? <laughs> let's, let's, do, let's do all of that together. Um, yeah, this, this guy, uh, Earl, he goes on to talk about... Uh, Listen, getting a permit to purchase the licensing renewal in Canada, uh, all the all the great the here's, here's listen the great New York New Jersey Senator Cory Booker introduced the federal firearm oh. licensing bill. <laughs> yeah, 
the gun grabbing Cory Booker, who, by the way, has a uh, has a, has an arsenal of firearms on his bodyguards. His bodyguards are all carrying guns. Yeah. You know what that sounds like to me? That sounds like what's good for the goose is not good for the gander. It's okay for me to have guns. You get it? Because I'm more important than you. I'm a senator. Yep. I'm more important than you, so I can have it. Uh, we see this with the with the crap out of the Hollywood elite. What's her name? Uh, Samantha. Uh, 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 Melissa Alano. Alyssa Milano. Uh, Alyssa. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that one. That one. Uh, uh, guns are bad. Um but if you're here to protest, stay behind my armed guards, and then you can protest from over there. What kind of crap mm-hmm. is that? Yeah. yeah. R- rules for thee, but not for me. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Oh, let's see here. Uh, let's, let's take a look at some of these other lies in here. Um, removing licensing requirements is associated in increases in suicides with firearms. Uh, that's a more study that says firearm suicides went up 60% after removal of permit to purchase handgun laws in Missouri. Earl, we talked about this last week, and I think we talked about it three weeks ago. Um, that's what is known as, hold on, that's another lie. That's what that is. Uh, okay. That is, yeah. That's nowhere near. What we found is when the permit to purchase handgun law goes away, when the mandatory minimum requirement for training goes away, the lawful ownership goes up. The training that people receives go up. The, the, the opportunity to, to defend yourself with a firearm uh, under the Second Amendment right, people will get those firearms and take that right seriously. And the number of crimes goes down. The number of, of homicides goes down. The number of aggravated crimes goes down. Crimes overall go down. The number of suicides goes down. This is just more lies. And you'd never believe where the story came from, Earl. It came from, uh, it, it came from I like to call it the Clinton News Network, the, 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 the CNN. Ah, uh, uh, where it came yeah. from. Uh, and, uh, yeah, this, this guy, listen, I'm not going to give up his name. I am going to tell you, though, he is an associate professor of sociology uh, at the Center for Study of the United States at the University of Toronto. So not only... Did he go to Canada to get away from the United States? But now he's an expert on the study of the United States in Canada. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, you, you know, I, I used to live there. I, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Mm, no, you don't. Yeah. Yeah, you, uh, you, got, you got your butt tossed out of here is what, is what happened, is, 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 how it, is how it works. So, yeah, because you brought this stuff up, and people were like uh, – you got, you got. I'm sorry, bro, but you got to go. You got to go. Oh boy, what a, what a load of crap! Uh, I, let's go to CNN because I'm not, I'm not putting this guy's name out there. I'm not giving him a moment's second of credit for what he's done. Uh, Earl, listen, we got, to, we got more program coming up uh, in, in the uh, next hour. We're gonna take about a six minute break so the local news stations can talk to you and uh, give you some local news. Uh, until next hour, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you're not ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel. The Deltec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. 
So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. Connect with the... All right, your mic is open. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. My name is Mike. I'll be uh, guiding us through the remainder of the program here. Just about, just about an hour left, maybe a little bit less, maybe a little bit less. we got the commercials, that kind of stuff going on. Uh, I do not do the show by myself, though. Let me go around the room real quick and introduce you to my fellow compatriots on my right, my right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Oh, good to be back. Good to be back in Great. the mobile magswags.com studio. That's right. You were you were in the mobile. You're in the mo- go he's going mobile. He's in the mobile studios. Uh I have a feeling though not for so much longer. I have a feeling that uh uh he's going to walk through these doors in 3 2 1. Damn it. I got it wrong. All right, maybe a little bit longer. All right, he's not he's not walking through the studio doors at the moment. Uh, hey, listen, we promised to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. You know, that's what we do. Uh, we spent uh, spent last hour talking to you about, uh, uh, you know, some uh, some traitor. Butt clown. Yeah, some butt clown who used to be an American and decided he's got to go to Canada and teach people in Canada about how how bad Americans are and how Canada gun control is uh, is great. This is a uh, some I don't I don't want to say anything about this guy. I don't want to say anything about this guy, but I'm pretty sure he wears Velcro shoes. I'm pretty sure that's what he's got. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? That's he's that. Yeah. That. I, I I I don't really get into him. I, he he thinks socialism socialism is better. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. He enjoys getting in line for his social, you know, half-rated medicine. You know, listen. If there's no uh, if there's no incentive for the doctor, 
you know, to, to, to go out and, uh, and be the best doctor he can. If I do a crappy job on surgery or if I do a really good job on surgery, I make the doctor pay because it's socialized medicine and yeah. all doctors get the same. Nope, nope. You know what I want? I want me a rich doc. I want me a doc that earned his, uh, you know, his keep, you know. Do you think they have socialized law up there? I wonder if they have socialized law. Oh, everybody gets the same crappy lawyer or this, you know, you don't, you don't, get, to, you don't get to go get, get one that you want for yourself. For a good one, so uh, all right, let's see. Let me jump right in. This uh, we we alluded to as we were talking about Colorado. Uh, Colorado has signed a pair of new gun measures into law after this month. Now, I do want to I do want to clarify on this. Um, these two laws were were proposed and, and brought forward before the shooting in Boulder, Colorado, uh, last uh, last month, the March twenty second, um, at the grocery store up there. The by the way, in, in a gun-free zone by somebody that passed a background check and went and got a firearm. So, so all their laws, Earl, all their laws, the only thing that they did with their laws was keep people that obey the law from, from carrying a firearm themselves. into the gun-free zone to protect themselves. Because guess what? The murderer doesn't care about your misdemeanor. He's not worried about losing his gun rights. Those that respect the law did not carry their firearms in there, and they were... what? It's a killing zone. That's what gun-free zones are. They're killing zones. Targets of opportunity. It's all it is. Target-rich environment. There you go. There you go. Exactly right. Uh, Colorado Democrat Governor uh, Jared Polis signed these two bills into law, tightening uh, gun regulations this past Monday. Um, Earl, this this first one just makes me makes me laugh and makes me mad at the same time. They've come up with a they come up with a law, Earl, that says you have to secure a firearm instead of leaving it in the presence of a child. You have to secure a firearm. You cannot leave it in the presence of a child. That is now the law in Colorado that you have to secure a firearm and you can't leave it in the presence of a child. You know the funny thing about that law, Earl, is that okay. it's already the law. They literally wrote a law that's the same as a law they already have. The Youth Handgun Safety Act, folks. It's been around for years and years and years. Uh, any firearm you buy, uh, any new firearm you buy, as part of that law is you have to get a gun. You have to get, I'm sorry, you have to get a lock with the, with the gun. Now, if it's, a, if it's a handgun, it doesn't matter if it's used or new, you have to get a lock. The dealer has to give you a lock uh, because they're encouraging you to follow the Youth Handgun Safety Act. And Earl and I have told you this many times. Earl, if your gun's not on you, where should it be? Locked up in your safe. You had better have it secure, folks. Have it secure. If you carry three guns at once, keep the three guns on you. You got a shower gun while you're in the shower? You know where your shower gun is. If you're gone, make sure your <laughs> guns are secure. Okay? Make sure your guns are secure. Because there are ne'er-do-wells out there. There are evil people out there that will break into your home and steal your crap and do whatever they want with it. Uh, and, and, and you should not be doing that. And you want to make sure that the, uh, the children here are not uh, accidentally having uh, 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 you know, issues with these firearms. Because you know? they don't know. If they've never been educated, they don't know and you don't want that mistake to happen. But they literally wrote a law that already exists to say, don't do this. Look at us. Look how much we did. We're wonderful here in Colorado. Yeah. No, nobody can say they didn't do anything. <laughs> they did something. Earl, I guess they, they did something that was already done. Yeah, yeah. But they did something. 
I guess they've ran out of old uh, new laws to write. Now they're just rewriting the old ones again. So bef- before you know it, they're going to make murder illegal up there. They're going to write a murder statute that says you can't kill people. Huh. Imagine that. <laughs> uh, the second one here is, uh, is, is that if your firearm is stolen, it's n- you now have to report it. So if your firearm is stolen, you must report it to the police. Um, you mean you know a, a piece of value, a valuable personal property, is stolen from you? You're not going to report it. Yeah, yeah. That just doesn't make sense to me. He, he, here's what gets me I, on this. I don't, I don't uh, need a law to tell me that. Yeah, right. Oh, look, somebody stole my car. I guess I'll just go buy a new one. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's not half. Oh, look, somebody broke into my house and took a bunch of stuff. Eh. I guess I'll just get new stuff. No, they're calling the police. All right, um, this this uh, this bill was named the Isabella Joy Thallus Act, and honor of a twenty-year-old woman shot and killed in Denver last summer. Requires a gun owner to report their lost and stolen firearm with five days or be subject to fines. She was shot and killed in twenty twenty with a stolen weapon. Okay, Earl, it sounds horrible, right? She was shot and killed with a stolen weapon. Yeah. yeah? Um, uh, y- Guess who the weapon was stolen from? The the weapon was stolen from somebody that stole the weapon. So now 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 I'm curious. Uh-huh. I'm curious. So a bad guy got a gun stolen from him, and he didn't report it as stolen. Do do do, do you think they're going to charge him with that fine? They're going to give him that fine. Listen, Mister Felon, Felon that stole a gun. Uh, you didn't report it when it got stolen by another felon. So here's a fine. This is this is the most idiotic thing I've ever heard. There are legitimate gun owners out there, Earl, that, that have firearms stolen. Um, I don't know. Maybe they're on vacation. Maybe they don't. They, maybe they don't look do an inventory of their gun every fourth or fifth day, and then they find out the gun was stolen a month ago. Um, so we're going to make criminals of the law-abiding citizens now. This, this is this is a moronic thing. This is this is Colorado at its finest. This is what happens when you legalize all that weed, folk. Folks, I mean, and it's not like a little <laughs> bit of weed. And like, like they're just like, it's rolling out of the state house there like it's a Cheech and Chong movie. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. We'll be back after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance... Brace yourself. There's, There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR 15, AR 10, and AK 47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment 
and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTechUSA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Rough big t- truck driver man. Boundary on the Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Let's Oak Distillery. Um, Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you I love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary uh, Oak Distillery. And then, with uh, names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go we wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. One minute. It's the Bill of Rights. One minute. Not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454. All right, coming back. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com. All right, your mic is hot. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world, it's Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. I, uh, I am joined in studio now. By the yeah, great, great, I finally great, made great, it. Great, great, great grandson of Daniel Boone. Uh, oh, we got, we're doing a little adjustment. There we go. This is a, there you go. The, the, you're, you're, this is you. This is you. That one's you. There you go. Test, test, test one, test yeah, two. Yeah, okay. You got okay. me? You got yeah. me? All right, yeah. there we are. I'm, I'm just a little hard of hearing. A little hard of hearing. Well, you've been driving a big rig there for uh, for you know a week. You literally just got out of it uh, you know, 20, 30 minutes ago. So What? Yeah, exactly. It's like coming from the range. It's like, uh, <laughs> what do you want? What do you want for dinner? <laughs> I don't care. Just make it loud. All right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Um, concealed carry permit holder draws pistol to protect family during shooting in a gun free zone. Or we've been talking about gun free zones. Uh, thanks to this uh, ridiculous half man in Canada. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's jump in here. Omaha. Oh, so so we're, we're going to cover a story you will not hear about. In the lamestream, you media. will not. You will not. This is brought to uh, brought to us by our friends at uh, concealednation.org. Go to the concealednation.org, and you can see uh, many of these many of these st- stories there. 
an Omaha area man uh, made a conscious decision to carry his concealed pistol into a non-permissive environment on Saturday. That means, folks, he took it into a gun-free zone. Concealed they, is concealed. Yeah, they say non-permissive like, uh, well, they were gamma rays, so the metal would have heated up and burned them. What? Yeah. Yeah, non-permissive. Okay, I guess you're technically you're not permitted to carry it there. It's it's, it's a cool term. Yeah. It makes him him sound, you know, (laughs) operator-esque. Oh, yeah. Tier one. Exactly right. He's he's in a non-permissive environment. I I actually prefer to carry my firearm uh, bandito style in the crack of my butt, stuck in my (laughs) waistband. Um, Keistering. Keistering. Let's see, which is different. That's different. Keistering and bandito style are different. One... uh, one can get you into jail. The other is how you carry in jail. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. It, it happened at the West Roads Mall Saturday uh, while this man and his family were shopping. Uh, his daughter is getting baptized next weekend, so he wanted to get a nice special uh, outfit for her baptism. Uh, he was trying on a suit, and his wife and two daughters were upstairs in another shop. Yeah. Okay. He, he's, he's shopping for a suit, trying on suits, yep, yep. and they say, well, while you're busy, we're going to go look for dresses. Yep. And, you know, you separate it, Folks, you do it all the time. Yeah. Major Bill's done it four times. It's been separated. Uh, let's <laughs> I meant while shopping. Oh, I mean, yeah. Okay, sorry. Sorry. Uh, I wonder if he's listening. We'll find out next segment, huh? Yeah. <laughs> let's yeah. see. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, he, the family. Uh, uh, no, wait. Hold on. Suddenly, I saw, I saw people running and heard a commotion. One of the men he made eye contact with, uh, with him said, listen, uh, uh, the guy just, he, you know, he made that eye contact with this dude as he's running, and the guy yelled, shooter, shooter. Yeah, so one, there was one a, word. One knew, word. Knew it everything was, that was yeah, going on. Right. So he, he went upstairs to find his family, and he drew his gun in the process. Uh, when he located his wife, uh, she told him that she had, heard, she had also heard the gunfire. Uh, every indication said our lives were in danger, and I was going to do everything in my power to make sure we got out of there okay. Uh, although he is a legal concealed carry permit holder, the mall is a weapon-free zone. I knew that if I ever pulled that gun out, it would truly be a life and death situation and would have to deal with the consequences later. Folks, you've heard it said before. Would you rather be uh, uh, judged by 12 or carried by 6? This is something I've, I, I hope. Well, let me, let me back up. I, I pray I am never in this situation. But if I ever am, I hope I react is is exactly as this man reacted. Well, this guy did stellar, right? Be- because yeah. I've I've kind of taken on my own, uh, for lack of a better term, my personal mantra. I will make sure I and my family are alive to suffer any and all consequences that may come our way. Right, and, and that's exactly the point here. You have to make that conscious decision. Um, am I going to? Am I going to? ignore the misdemeanor sign and risk losing my rights to carry this firearm or am I going to risk that fact and perhaps save the, save the life of my family and which listen we we don't know if that is what happened with this guy or not we know that he was ready and willing to protect his family uh, but we, we will continue on we'll continue on in uh, on the story here he stood guard near the escalators to draw any threat away from where uh, his family was providing protection to other shoppers as well. This you, this he, guy's a sheepdog. Yeah, this he, guy's a sheepdog. He he just started herding yeah. the flock. He's a herding citizen. The flock. Def- he's a citizen defender. That's what Todd Fossey would call them. He's a citizen defender. Yeah, he's worried he about his family. Yep. But the quickest and easiest way to to protect his family, 
everyone else on that same floor of the mall got added into it because that was the best way to keep my family safe to make sure nobody with ill intentions came up that escalator. There's one entry to get onto that floor, and he stood at that. He stood at the threshold of it and said, "You want to come up here? I got something for you." No, no one, no one is getting past me. Yep. Uh, in that highly emotional charge situation and moment, he didn't experience fear, but rather sadness as he faced the possible consequences of his action. This is, this is the problem, Earl, is that he's there ready to defend himself and his family and all these unknown people behind him. But the thing going through his head is, I might be found guilty of this misdemeanor. Yeah. I might yeah, lose, the, I might lose the, my the, rights the, and not be able to defend my family the, later. The, you know, pro- it, I'm sure he probably was not concerned of whether or not uh, of paying the ultimate cost, but he he was realizing it was going to very very likely be a financial cost. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When the police arrived, before they before they got within that you know recognized visual of him because mm-hmm. he did not want to be seen as the bad guy. Right, um, right. He uh he he quickly uh, unloaded his firearm, mm-hmm. locked the slide to the rear, put it in the holster with the slide locked to the rear. And stood there with his hands above his head, holding his concealed weapons permit in his hands. Yep. You know, to, to, to say, and this is exactly what Kevin tells everybody, right? Um, he stood there and said, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, we're the good guys. We're the good guys. Yep. I'm the good guy. Uh, the police came. They had a little conversation with him. They know it's a gun-free zone. Um, and here's what the police told him. Um, good job, sir. Take your family home. Nice. Nice. Now, here, here's what we have to worry about at this point. Now it's been, uh, now that it's made public, the state attorney could still bring charges against him. Yeah, that's that's the sad okay. part. So now you're down. Now you're back down to politics again. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the party of the of the of the state attorney there in in Omaha? Uh, you know, it's a bigger city, so chances are it, it could go either way. You know, whether it's a conservative or liberal. Um, and um, you listen, uh, at, at a very minimum, this guy's going to have support behind him. Uh, hopefully right now, hopefully what happens this week is the police department, they give him a medal. Yeah. Right? Exactly. So, so let the state attorney file charges against a hero that ensured one whole floor of a mall was secure. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to read ahead of you just to see if they do give a number of how many people that he just simply lumped in with his family for protection. Unfortunately, they don't, they don't give that. But I'm going to say, just off the top of my head, easily a dozen people. So here he's worried oh, him, about... Him, that's yeah. what he saw behind him. Yeah, I mean, he, he's, he's worried about the, the three most important yeah. people in his life, his wife and his daughters, and, you know... Easily a dozen more. I'm, who who knows who, you know, just got lumped into it. All right, you know, stay behind me. And I'm and I'm willing to bet that number's probably ten times that amount. I bet you it's it's over a hundred because you listen. You've been to a mall every like where I have. You go to the next. You go to the second floor or the third floor. Um, there, there's two escalators. You got one on one side of the mall and one on the other, mm-hmm. uh, and that's how you get up. And this guy stood at one escalator and put everybody behind him. And listen, he may not have put them behind him. They just may have said, okay, well that guy's got this. We'll stay back here. Yeah. Uh, you know, so he so he he made he made been protecting people he never even saw. Yeah, I mean, he he said you know with gun in hand he stood guard while employees hurried shoppers into a bathroom. Yeah. So they they were new to to you know hide as best as possible, 
and other shoppers looked at him, and he just all he told them was like, "I have a permit. I'm legal." Yes. Yeah, and they were like, "Good to go, bro." Yeah. Yeah. Good to go, bro. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure everybody that saw him and knew what was going on had no qualms of he's violating the law. Yeah. He's violating the law. There's a uh, our good friend Craig Deleuze, He's got a he's got a, a little sign that he displays. It I says, was um, "Just thinking of that." It, 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 it says, "In the event of a shooting, get behind me." Yep. Get behind me. Exactly. Um, uh, this was a real shooting, folks. This was some gang violence that went on in the mall there. There was a 21-year-old man that was killed, a 16-year-old uh, man, uh, kid being held without bond for the homicide. Um, so this, this was real. And this, was, this, is what a, this, is what, this is what a citizen defender does. This is what a sheepdog does. For, folks, if, if you ever find yourself in this situation and you don't do that, and all you do is grab your, your wife and your two daughters and you protect them, you're still that hero. You're still the citizen yeah. defender. You're still the hero. This this is not the, your heroness is is not gauged on numbers. It's gauged on your actions against the threat. Exactly. That's all there is to it. Exactly. That's all there is to it. If it happens to be a hundred, great. If it happens to be you and one other, same hero. Exactly. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. When we get back from the break, we'll have Major Bill. Stick around. Forty kilometers northwest of Kandahar, Afghanistan, at a remote desert military base. Um, he hasn't called in yet. I don't know how close to the segment he usually does. So, coffee, snacks, and comfy chairs. There's an internet connection, a putting green, frisbees, and footballs. There are DVDs, books, games, and guitars. There are toothbrushes, shaving cream, body wipes, and shampoo. This is today's USO. It's the USO to go program. With all of the above and more, selected and ordered directly by the troops themselves, packaged and shipped anywhere in the world. Today, it's just one of the ways the USO supports our troops, lifts their spirits, and serves as the link between them and the American people. People just like you. To donate and to find out more about the USO, visit us at USO.org. The USO, until everyone comes home. First time that we saw combat as a unit, it was more surreal than anything. You're under fire, you're getting blown up. There's definitely adrenaline. There was the explosion. And I remember just opening my eyes and it got both of my legs. Hey, you guys there? Yeah, I'm here. After surgery and I was All right, cool. I haven't gotten a call for uh, Major Bill yet. I don't know what time he usually calls in, but I just want to make sure we don't miss him. Usually, usually the uh, warrior project the next minute or two. He, he, he knows he's got till 33 to call. Everything in there that I could... Okay, cool. ...needed at that time. Peer visitors, people who have been where I had been before, said, look, brother, everything's going to be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. That type of thing is an invaluable service. To be honest, I don't hey, know Colton? if I would be as well adjusted as I am. Yep. So Fallen time. Hero. Is, yeah. g- give me one about three or four notes. You know, it goes do, to do, and don't wait for me. Just project. turn it down to, a you know, about three or four. On, on the level, okay? So it, it could be, it. I'll, I'll, I'll talk Keeping over it, but, but it, I want you, you turn it down and then I'll start talking. Every day we move in and out of each other's busy life. Okay. okay, we'll do. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our everyday. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, Say something to local authorities. 
Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So One minute. One remind minute. them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Mag Swag Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. And now, live from the magswag.com studios, coast to coast and around the world. All right, Major Gulls here. Radio. Now, here's Earl. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Corporal Patrick D. Tillman died April 22, 2004, serving during Operation Enduring Freedom. Tillman, 27, of Chandler, Arizona, was assigned to Alpha Company, 2nd Battalion, 75th Regiment, Fort Lewis, Washington. He was killed in action in a firefight when his patrol vehicle came under attack near Sparrow, Afghanistan, near the Pakistan border, as he was leading his team to help comrades caught in an ambush. He was fatally shot while fighting without regard for his personal safety. After the 9-11 attacks, Tillman decided to walk away from a $3.6 million NFL contract to fight for his country, but refused to talk about his decision why. Tillman, along with his younger brother Kevin, enlisted in the Army of May of 2002 to become Rangers. Maria Shriver eulogized Tillman and said, My uncle once said, Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. You, Pat, have lived those words. Tillman was awarded a Purple Heart and a Silver Star for his actions. He was the first NFL player killed in combat since Buffalo Bills offensive tactile, tackle Bob Kalsu died in Vietnam War in July of 1970. Nineteen NFL players were killed in World War II. Army Corporal Patrick D. Tillman, you are not forgotten. If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960, and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your legal issue is. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you for sponsoring that uh, segment of the program, as you have done since day one. Uh, folks, if you want to reach out and hear somebody on the Fallen Hero uh, segment, just uh, go to facebook.com slash armsroomradio. Send us a message there. That's usually the easiest, quickest way to get to us. We're always monitoring that, uh, that social media. We are like, uh, like, a, like a bunch of 14-year-old girls when it comes to that. Uh, hey, on the line with us, we have the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Please welcome back to the program, Major Bill. Ground control to Major Bill. Hey, guys. How's everybody doing this week? Not too shabby, sir. Not too shabby. How doing are things well. uh, with you in the world of uh, law enforcement? 
Oh, well, you know, it's, uh, I, I really don't think I need to regurgitate uh, everything that's going on uh, throughout the country True. Uh, in the world of law enforcement. Uh, we, we see the, the silliness and, you know, the, the uh, banners that are being waved and the, 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 key, the key words that are being said to, uh, to uh, incite uh, all the problems that we're having. And nobody wants to look at the facts. They just want to uh, get ahead of their, uh, their own particular game and push their, their message right, wrong, or indifferent. You know, why let the truth get in the, uh, get in the way of a good story? Rahm Emanuel, uh, former chief of staff of Bill Clinton and mayor of Chicago, said it well. Uh, yeah, yeah. Listen, what? Why? Why should? Why should we allow that to get in the way? Why should we allow that to, to get in the way at all? We've got heroes out there every day doing their thing, being subjected to a- a- athletes in, in Hollywood and, and their crap. And, and and all I have to say to them is, uh, uh, you know, step aside. There's there's men's work to be done, and women's work. Don't don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Adults. Adult work. There yeah. we go. Adult yeah. work to be done. Thank you. Excellent, Earl. They see, folks, that's why Earl's here. <laughs> I, I nearly just stepped on him, okay? And I had him here. Thank you. Well, you know, you, you, technically you weren't wrong. I mean, you do have the juvenile work, but that's what the front department is for. So. <laughs> exactly. There you Ooh, go. Exactly right. Exactly shots right. fired. Yeah. Shots yeah, there fired. Go. There you go. Now, Major, before we get into your story, did you, did you listen to last segment at all? Uh, no, I did not. I was uh, okay, wrapped good. up in the middle of something else. No, that's okay. That's good. Uh, that's good. good. We're, safe. We're, safe. we're safe then. Okay. All right. We'll let you continue then. All right. All right. <laughs> well, then I'll, it, I'll, it, I guess it I'll have to It was Mike's uh, idea. Uh, wait till it gets posted. Yeah, I, 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 that, I might, uh, there might be a little editing okay. before I post that part, but that's okay. You go right ahead. Right, right. Okay. Well, you know, there's plenty of other people that listen. I'm trying to get that somehow. Uh, but, he hey, Mike, you know, I, 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 the other day I was at my second favorite um, English pub. Uh, because, of course, you know, our first favorite pub doesn't exist anymore. Yes, our good uh, friend but, um, uh, from, uh, uh, listen, I, I guess I could give him a plug, right, because they're not there anymore, but I'll just say hello to all my muckers around the world. How about that? Yes, yes, all, all the in specifically those in Spain. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, yes. But, yeah, yeah, Benidorm, yeah, Spain. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I was sitting there, of course, you know, there's there's a lot of expats uh, that, that are down here, and I'm yep. sitting around, and, and, you know, we get to talking, and, and they're like, you know, they ask me, you know, eh, you know, whenever something really stupid happens in the U.S., uh, all British people uh, to oh, it's got to be Florida. <laughs> and, well, you know, well, for the most part, you're right. I mean, it's kind of what we do. We, we have a uh, we, we have silly stuff that goes on. And, <laughs> you know, one of the expats, well, you, you never hear about anything like that in, in England. And uh, so I had to do a little research because I thought that was that was like throwing down the gauntlet, you know, mm-hmm. like King Arthur stuff. Mm. Um, well, it just it's came just out in the wound. sun over there in, in, in England. Uh, now, this happened back in 2019, but it just came out okay. <laughs> that a 55-year-old teacher, 55-year-old teacher who was on a trip with uh, a bunch of students from his, what they say, posh boarding school oh. of 16 to 18-year-olds. Oh. They're on a three-week trip. To Costa Rica, no less, was, in the words of Britain, was sacked because of certain things that he did with the students. Hold on. Uh, now, yeah, was this trip with think, Jeffrey Epstein? I mean... think, <laughs> no, 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 no. Now, what this teacher did was take these students to a strip club and got all boozed up. Uh, so, 
he, well, he was uh, boozed up. He was also accused of, uh, uh, of course, taking these students that are underage, drinking to a strip club. Uh, tells one of them, I'm going to kick your effing head in. Right. And then to another one, I'm going to effing kill you. Right. Uh, he did say at his hearing that he was so drunk that he could not recall those threats, uh, but was not going to argue that he didn't say those things. The Ted Kennedy defense, um, yeah. Now, yeah, he was caught. Yeah, yeah. He was caught on this by the trip leader who found students had ticket stubs for drinks at this particular strict club in Costa Rica. Uh, he's also accused, I guess, he was sharing a, a, a hotel room with this uh, trip leader who happened to be female uh, and said that he uh, exposed himself to her uh, in the hotel room. So uh, when all this came mobile. to light, six days into the three-week trip, um, he was sent home. So I, I brought this up. Right. And, you know, the, the argument... But it didn't happen in Britain, mate. <laughs> okay. Well, all right then. That's, <laughs> all right okay, then. that's what you're going to go with? <laughs> that's right. All right. So the guy gets drunk. He mm. takes a whole group of, of horny teenagers to a strip club. They all get wasted. <laughs> and then he threatens to do bodily harm to two of them. And then admits that he is so drunk that he can't remember anything. But he's not going to dispute that he didn't do it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But it didn't happen in, it didn't happen in England. All right. You run with that. Well, I mean, I mean, you know, just, you know, for the record, I don't think that any of that's illegal in Costa Rica, <laughs> but you know, uh, the, I think the whole reason this you, you get this guy to sign on as the uh, as the chaperone is because you expect a a certain level of responsibility and maturity out of him, uh, you know, I don't know, uh, taking care of your children? You'd think. Well, it, I you know, they, could he operate, and if Kevin was here, I guess he would agree with the statement, he was unable to operate in the condition of loco parentis. There you go. Uh, right. So, you know, uh, okay, but, you know, thumbs up to you, Guy. Uh, I'm sure that's going to be a trip those students will never, ever, ever forget. They're going to make a beer commercial about them. You know, real English heroes took a bunch of students to a strip club <laughs> in in, uh, in Costa Rica. So, oh, that's crazy. This, yeah, that, listen, it's, it's amazing. The double standard, right? That's exactly what you get, and and the reasoning behind it is is, is just as bad. Um, uh, Major, thank you for joining us, uh, and uh, and please, uh, you and all of your cohorts in the world of active law enforcement, please stay safe. Absolutely, and all my brothers and sisters and boy, remember, wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, and watch your six. Your Star Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the MagSwag.com studios. I'm going to go put on my foil because we got hockey tonight, and the guys will see you right after the break. Putting on the foil, Coach. The Deltec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. 
Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. Hey, here we go. There we go. We're at it again. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the MagSwag Studios. Got a question or a story to tell? Check them out at armsroomradio.com. Now, coast to coast and around the world from the magswag.com studio. You are live. Arms Room Radio. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the magswag.com studios. Earl, it happens every week to us. We sit here and, um, you know, it just happens. It comes, it's, it's last segment already. Already? It's, it's, it's last Man. segment. I mean, it seems like I just got here. I know. Oh, wait. You, you did. You did. You, did, you almost, almost <laughs> did just go here. So, so. Um, the, uh, the, 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 I love when Major Bill brings up a story like that. That's just, uh, you know, just got, just a good, uh, you know, just, <laughs> yeah, just just one of those good, uh, good natured uh, stories that makes you think, uh, what, what, what the hell are people thinking about? <laughs> you know, uh-huh. <laughs> <It's>, exactly. <laughs> uh, it's 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 pretty it's pretty ridiculous. Um, listen, we're gonna end, uh, folks, with you here uh, right now. All right, good night, good night, folks. No, we're gonna and end, we're out. We're gonna, we're, we're gonna end with the uh, with the, with some new gun story. I love new gun stories. I love gun yes. review stories. Um, this one, listen. There's actually a couple other stories we got there, like current political, poli- you know. Pol- uh, we've done enough politics yeah, yeah, for exactly, today. Exactly. I want to do Move a gun on. story. This, this, this is this is great. This is great. Uh, Uberti. Now, you're, folks, if you're not familiar with Uberti, U uh, B E R T I. I pronounce it Uberti. Okay. Okay. I'm. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm well, so. differences. Yeah. So you know, um, somebody may not understand. What, they what's are Uberti. They oh, Uberti. They are the king of reproduction stuff. Yes. Them and Navy Arms, I think, yes. are the two kings of of reproduction stuff. Uh, in fact, I I have one of theirs in a uh, uh, an Uberti. Uh, it's a what is it? It's the it's the Old West forty five single action long. It's like the one that uh, 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 Wyatt Earp carried. Okay. Um, I have one. I have one like that. Uh, and I listen. It's a. It's a black powder, uh, so it's technically not a real firearm. It's a black powder. Federally. Federally, it's not a firearm. Every state recognizes it as a firearm. The feds don't. Uh, 
Yeah. It's, which is a weird... So you can mail it to me. I can mail it to you. Correct, correct. Legally. Correct. But the state says if you use it in the crime, it's a firearm because it expels a projectile through the means of an explosive action. Um, but the feds say that black powder is not a firearm. It's a reproduction or something. I don't... I don't. All right, moving I, along. I, again, just stupid laws, stupid laws. It's the, the ATF. Be, the people that don't know anything about guns are the ones writing the gun laws. Yeah. Um, well, Uberti makes incredible reproductions. Uh, and what they've, they've come out this time is they call it the Teddy Revolver. Named Teddy. after President Theodore, doing air quotes here, folks, Teddy Roosevelt. Uh, I, and most of you know this. A Teddy Roosevelt was a volunteer in the U.S. Cavalry. Uh, and when he went up uh, San Juan Hill uh, during, uh, in, in, in uh, Cuba... During the Spanish-American War, and, and Teddy Roosevelt, uh, I'm I'm pretty sure you know, I I know our producers are listening in. I'm pretty sure I'm okay, but have your finger on the dump button just in case. Oh boy, oh boy. Teddy Roosevelt was arguably the most badass American president we have ever had. They're definitely the most hands-on. That's, that's yes, for sure. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Now, I, listen, he didn't do this while president because that would have been cool. Oh yeah, he'd have been like, what did they do? Get me my get me my invisible jet. I'm going down there, you know, or whatever. Well, he, he 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 got shot he while on stage giving a presidential speech. Yeah. And he continued giving yeah. the speech. Yeah. And his comment afterwards takes more than that to take down a bull moose. Yeah. Listen, uh, um, <laughs> yeah, I think Reagan would have to come in second for that. Yeah. Know? Yeah. He yeah. got shot. Yeah. But they they funneled him away. Yeah. And and then uh, and then he asked the doctor if the doctor was a Republican or a Democrat. You know, that's a, so I mean the guy's got some yeah, skill. Yeah. yeah. But he, you know, he just you know. We'll see, he we'll he was still still very cognizant. Yeah. And and, and uh, alert when going going to the hospital. Wait a minute. Mm. Wait a minute. What what side's the doc on? One of the most iconic firearms used by Teddy Roosevelt was the Colt Single Action Army. Well, now Uberti is offering a faithful reproduction. Of that single action revolver, complete with engravings and faux ivory grips. See now, the one I have, Earl, is just a a blue gun. It's right. Ju- it's just it's just blue. This is, one is it case hardened? Uh, it, it does have the case hardening Ooh, on it. Yeah, so it's got that, that's pretty. That, too. It's, 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 yeah. For the, folks, if you don't know what case hardening looks like on a blue steel, it's kind of like a like almost like a rainbow effect. It's like when you put oil in water and you see yeah, that little that, bit of yep. That's uh, a good uh, yeah. That little bit of uh, rainbowing in it. That's mm-hmm. that's what you get. Uh. One of the most gun-friendly presidents the United States uh, has ever had is Theodore Roosevelt. One of the most iconic firearms ever he ever owned was the Colt Single Action Army. One, and that's one of the most iconic firearms ever. Uh, it's a faithful reproduction of the single action revolver, complete with engravings and those faux grips, those ivory grips. Because you can't have real ivory grips anymore, folks. No. Uh-uh. Sorry. Uh, introduced in 1873, it's one of those iconic firearms of the American West, used by U.S. Army cavalry troopers throughout the Indian War uh, Wars. The gun also played a prominent role in the tumultuous history of the Wild West as the favored sidearm of outlaws and lawmen. Now, it, like it says here, favored, favored gun of U.S. Army cavalry troopers. That's because, I said this a moment ago to you folks, uh, Teddy was a trooper. Teddy was Cav. Yeah. Teddy was Cav, yeah. Yeah, yeah and if you ain't Cav, you ain't Teddy. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Theodore loved the American West. Uh, even before his presidency, he spent time out there as a cattle rancher and a cowboy. Uh, his sidearm of choice back then was still the Colt Single Action Army. Even during his political 
career, he was gifted an engraved example of the gun complete with ivory grips. And that particular pistol is what's replicated in this new offering from Uberti. The Teddy revolver features laser engraving designed to match the engraving found on the original gun. That's cool. The, the, the scroll, That's scroll, cool. Work, scroll yeah. work yeah. engraving. Yeah. And, and my, my personal opinion, there's only two handgun platforms that, in, that look good with engraving, with, with a lot of engraving. A single action yep. or a 1911. Yeah, that's where I was going. Look at that. Simpatico uh-huh, right there. Uh-huh. Right there. Um, the, in lieu of the genuine ivory grips, the Teddy features polymer grips that are colored to mimic the creamy white of actual ivory. And the polymer even features a grain that's designed to match the grain found in the actual ivory. Uh, I, I, I like how they... they I'm, I'm sure they put a lot of R&D into mimicking real ivory just just for that look if you used real ivy none of them would look the same because they all have a different pattern Mm -hmm. but that's i guess that's the cool thing about them having to use the polymer they made it every one of them identical to the original ivory grips yeah Yeah. so this this thing just i mean as soon as i saw this i started hearing i started hearing spurs jingling oh yeah yeah, yeah. there you go uh the revolver features a five and a half inch barrel Chambered in the classic 45 Colt, uh, which is now called 45 Long Colt. The nickel plated revolver retails at the suggested MSRP of $1,249, which means when it comes out, it'll be $1,400, and three months later, it'll be $1,000. Yeah. 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 Uh, for more details on the Uberti Uberti Teddy revolver, watch for uh, new information coming out from American Rifleman, from concealedcarry.org, uh, uh, and just go to your local gun store and, uh, and ask them. Uh, Hey, you got the teddy? Yo, where's the teddy? Yeah, so. I, I do have to admit that one of the... I, I, I mean, any shooting sport to me would be fun. But the the quote-unquote funnest would be... I, th- I think it, it's, it's called SAS. Single yeah. action shooting sports. Yeah, yeah. And part of the quote-unquote requirements... You got to dress up and look the part. You do. You got to go cowboy style. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that 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 just to me be fun. You know, the boots, the jeans, yeah. the hat. Yeah. You know, the the six, six gun slung on your hip. Yep. And you know they have. I think they use lever action for different uh, uh, stages yep. of the fire and shotguns and uh, and and butterfly ear rabbit ear shotguns. Oh yeah, ear yeah. Shotguns. And yep, yep. I've seen some of the yep. the speed competitions. Yep. They're they're in emptying. Two six shooters, a lever gun, and a shotgun. Yeah, almost as fast as I can empty my, yeah. my semi-auto yeah. by itself. Let me, uh, let me, let me, just just for uh, for for uh, accuracy, uh, folks' uh, sake. Let me see here for accuracy's sake. Let's say this: the the Teddy revolver. If you're a if you're a Tombstone fan, the Teddy revolver looks a lot like the Birdhead revolver that Doc Holliday carried. Yes, it, it, it almost looks like a modern revolver, but it's only single action. The one I have is the older school, long cavalry model, and, and it's it's like that that true old west model. It's 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 more of a it's 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 a, I don't know. It's a different design. It's a single action. These are both single action, but this Teddy revolver is a single action that could be confused for a modern day double action until you look at the trigger and the hammer assembly on it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but either either way, an absolute. Brilliant looking firearms. Uh, Uberti has done it again, and uh, I want one. I'll get one. Yeah, yeah, I'll get one. Oh, that's I'll get cool. One. Then, uh, I, then I got to get the holster to go with it. 
Got to get new boots. Oh, yeah. I got to get a vest, put it in, tuck yeah, it in the vest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, thanks for joining us this week. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the magswagstudios.com. Until next week, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you're not ready, get ready. If you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel. Deltex Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity. All right, we are out of set. Have a great rest of your day, guys. Hey, if you could uh, just let me hold on until after the commercial is over because I'm recording it for the podcast. Oh, yeah, totally. Okay. When innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. All right. Thank you, Colton. Have a good week. You too. Take care. Have a good weekend. See you.